Is a rookie the new wide receiver one for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? All that and more on today's Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Today's Crossover Thursday. Crossover Thursday is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun It's an easy and it's easy to play. No competing with other players. It's just you versus the projections that are available. Pick between two and five players. If they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It is that easy. We love Prize Picks. We know you will too. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. That is prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? Going great, and I think we've mentioned this before, but we're now coming at you five days a week, and here's the yes. bonus one, and let's, let's dig in, man. Absolutely, uh, yeah, we're, we're glad to uh, to get that extra episode in each week. We hope you enjoy it as well. Uh, Thursdays, since the season started, uh, not only the beginning of a new week of football, we get, uh, we get a game later today, Matt, looking forward to that one, the kickoff of week four. But along with that, here on Locked On Dynasty, we're talking rookies. We're going we're gonna to do a rookie report each Thursday, kind of a look back on what we thought about those players coming into the season, uh, along with how our perspective may have changed, and it certainly has changed for the guy we're talking about today. We're talking about Romeo Dobbs, a player that had a, a, a breakout game in week three for the Green Bay Packers. And, and let's just dive in here. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, six foot two, two hundred pounder, uh, solid career at Nevada, uh, but but certainly wasn't looked at in in the stacked wide receiver class. Was not looked at as as one of the top guys by any means. Ends up being a day three pick, a fourth rounder. Uh, he was actually a second wide receiver that the Packers even drafted. Of course, Christian Watson. Uh, earlier in the draft and you know he, he just kind of felt like a little bit of an afterthought throughout the draft process Matt I remember going to the NFL combine I know uh, you were there as well and sure um, you don't I don't think you get to interact with uh, with the players maybe quite as much I, I was able to sit in on some of the interviews I know you're doing a lot of radio mm-hmm. on those days did you get to interview Dobbs no, I did not have any personal interaction okay. with him. So the it, it wasn't great, right? Oh, it really? Wasn't great. I, I know some of the uh, some of the folks I talked to were concerned about you know some of his metrics and some of those numbers. Um, he didn't he didn't especially perform well at the combine, right. and his interview. Honestly, was not all that impressive either. I, I kind of sat in. I was in and out. There's several players going on at once, and he was just kind of aloof. You know, didn't feel like he really wanted to be there. I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe he's a a, a shy guy, keeps to himself. Sure, Who knows? Sure, sure. Uh, but I would say I didn't come away from the combine with with a great impression of him. 
Um, and, and again, he wasn't he wasn't highly ranked by by really anyone. But since then, you know, like since the draft, it's been steadily trending up for Romeo Dobbs. Tell us about what you've seen from him. Yeah, I, I didn't know that, but his workouts don't blow you away. I mean, right. he's not. Christian Watson. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. they're always going to be tied together, of course. Adams is gone. They didn't use a first-round pick on a wide receiver. What the heck are they doing? But they did draft these two. They'll be linked forever. I think they can't be any more different, though. You know, like, right. Watson's a big, physically imposing, combine guy, great speed. You know, what you kind of draw up in terms of a... Randy Moss-like style receiver. He's easy to spot and say, oh, yeah, I I see what people like about him. He's tall, he's fast, you know, he can really accelerate. But Dobbs, to me, and there's so many examples of these at this position where someone goes in the fourth round because there's just so many receivers that are just quality football players. And combine stats for receivers are vastly overrated. You know, I mean, Keenan Allen ran a 4.7. Michael Thomas runs a 4.6. I mean, there's a million examples of these guys. It's just much more of a technical position than people give it credit for. Being big and fast is great, but setting up routes and tricking defensive backs to go where you want them to is certainly something that's hard to see at the combine. And I will say, no offense to Watson, who I have mixed feelings about, but the route runners seem to come to this league. I'm on, I'm on Ross St. Brown, for example. You know, come to the league as sharp route runners, and they translate quickly to the league. And I think we're seeing that with him. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And, you know, going back to some of the combine numbers and, and just some of the, the perception of Dobbs uh, throughout the offseason in that pre-draft process, I mean, there's so many things that we as dynasty managers – take into account to, to really try to analyze and, and figure out these players. Uh, you know, of course, combine uh, numbers play a role into that. Sure. College stats obviously do. They're just their, uh, their overall profile and um, it, just so, so many different numbers and, and pieces. But for me, as a dynasty player, once I see them on the field performing – I kind of forget all of that, mm-hmm. right? Like I didn't like, I didn't necessarily like Dobbs because of a lot of those things. But once I see him do it on the field with Aaron Rodgers, all of those things are kind of put in, in the in in the rearview mirror for me, and and I'm focused on what we see now. And and that's not true of every player. I still I still think you kind of have to keep some of those things in mind, and and part Balance of the yeah. yeah, part of the the profile and the big picture. But um, I mean, those were all reasons to, to doubt Dobbs as a, as a impact player or, or, uh, you know, even a player that could have a a serious and consistent role. And yeah, I think at this point we kind of have to forget about those and and move forward. Especially considering who his quarterback is. I mean, yeah, Rogers, Brady, those guys are really picky. You know I mean? They, they want, X, Y, and Z has to be in line, or I'm not interested in using this player. I I said from the start, I'm actually kind of proud of myself, and I didn't love Dubs coming out of school either. I don't own him in any leagues, unfortunately. But I did say I bet he has a better rookie year than Watson because 
his style of play, I think, will be more trustworthy for a guy like Rodgers. I need you to be here versus cover two. I need you to be here on your slant route where Watson's not a precise route runner right now. And you can see why this is working out. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, of course, plays a big role in Mm -hmm. uh, the value and and obviously the production of Romeo Dobbs. Uh, And we'll talk more about that right after this break. I have told you many times about Bet Online. They are your number one source for pro and college football betting needs and sports information as well. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, podcasts, including this week's, you know, every week's worth of games. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, live betting. They even have esports, score updates, things of that nature. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events. Major League Baseball, boxing, golf, MMA, of course, football, basketball, everything you want. Uh, head to the web t- website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. Matt, let's continue our conversation about Romeo Dobbs, rookie wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, fourth round pick. Uh, as I said, it's kind of been a steady buildup. Uh, if you look back at those early rookie drafts, uh, a lot of us like to do those really as soon as the NFL draft wraps up. Sure. I mean, he, he was a fourth rounder, and in a lot of those drafts, I'm sure he didn't even get drafted at all. He ends up with a rookie ADP of 28 overall, so just outside of the second round. And um, I, I mean, that is that was really pushed up very late in the – uh, in the off season when mm-hmm. some of this buzz, some of this hype started to build. And that was really predicated by Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers talking him up. Christian Watson had the injury. He wasn't on the field. And it, it was Rodgers who was talking about Dobbs's wow plays and the, the fact that he could be an impact player as a rookie. Then we as dynasty managers started chasing that a little bit and, and moving him up the draft board. Uh, like I said, his, his late off season ADP ends up at 28 overall. That was wide receiver 15 being drafted around guys like John Mechie, Malik Willis, Khalil Shakir. Uh, so I think it's fair to say just through, uh, the first several weeks of the season, he's already gained some dynasty value based oh, on sure. that. Uh, let's look at his performance on the field so far. Week one, five catches, uh, 37 yards, and that made him the wide receiver 53. So good to see him have a role early uh, on week one, but uh, you know nothing, nothing to really grab your attention there. Week two, <clears throat> two catches and 27 yards, wide receiver 78. And then week three, as I mentioned, this is the big game for Dobbs. Eight targets, eight catches, 73 yards, and his first career NFL touchdown. Of course, that came with Sammy Watkins and Christian Watson, both out of the lineup. We know the Packers are already thin at receiver, and uh, they they lose a couple of others. Watkins is now on the injured reserve, so uh, even if we assume... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even if we assume uh, Christian Watson is back soon, uh, Watkins' uh, Watkins' absence, you would think, would uh, continue to give Dobbs some playing time. So, 
We're going to talk trade value and some other things here, but let's kind of get down to it. I ask at the very beginning if Romeo Dobbs, this rookie wide receiver, could be the wide receiver one for the Packers, for Aaron Rodgers. What do you think? Can he be the guy, let's just say, for the rest of this season? Because I think with yeah. with Aaron Rodgers, at, at this point, we can't assume anything beyond the current year. So can Dobbs be the wide receiver one for the next uh, three months, three or four months, and, and be the guy for Aaron Rodgers the rest of this year? Yes, I think so. Um, part of it's slightly by default. I've said a lot of good things okay, about that, him. I like him. Yeah, that's what know. I was going to ask. Is yeah. it is it process of elimination, or is it uh, something you really like from Dobbs, or is it a combination? It's a combination. I mean, most yeah. teams he would not be a wide receiver one. He'd be a very good rookie and a promising player. And if he was on Dallas right now, he'd be a nice number two to Lamb. Or a lot of teams, he'd be a high-quality three. Kind of how, like, St. Brown started out, you know, early in the season before he took over. Like, I don't think he's going to be this year's St. Brown where he just starts lighting it up. Um, I'm not a Lazard fan either. I don't own any sock of him anywhere. I'm not a big Watson fan, as I mentioned. So the guys they got aren't my personal favorites. The only way that I could see him... Well, not the only way, but maybe they sign Odell or do something at the trade deadline or somebody that's not on the team now could get in his way. But I think his competition is a real asset for him as a dynasty player because I'm not impressed with his competition. Let's talk dynasty value a little bit. I mentioned his rookie ADP ended up at 28 overall. Uh, Most recently, his uh, startup ADP was wide receiver 52. Again, that was from the preseason. Uh, we'll have some new ADP for you uh, very soon. But wide receiver 52, 108 overall, and obviously that represents uh, some of that value gain we saw uh, through August and then early in September before the season actually kicked off. He was being drafted then uh, around guys like Michael Gallup, Cole Komet, Rondell mm-hmm. Moore, Miles Sanders. So I don't know. That feels a little more in line with where his value is right now. Matt, yeah, I don't know yeah. where you're probably why I don't him. own any of them. Because at the <laughs> right. time, I like those guys better. And I yeah. still kind of do, but I get it now. Like Cole Komet. Yeah, I, I think, think I still kind of do as well. Yeah. Uh, I still like Rondell Moore quite a bit. Uh, I would, I would I probably go with... Yeah, I would go with Sanders just, you know, just based on that uh, mm-hmm. running back scarcity. Uh, but, yeah, that that's kind of in line with... with where we're uh, where we're valuing him after this big game yeah, in yeah. week three. You've mentioned Sammy Watkins and Lazard and and Watson as well. Let's go back to that conversation in Dynasty. How are you handling these Packers receivers? Because first of all, I think there's uncertainty with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I mean, we've already heard a little bit of talk, of, and we kind of hear it every year. This could be it. You know, he could retire after this season. I mean, he's certainly. <laughs> Certainly doesn't seem happy, um, <laughs> right? I mean, does has he has he in a while? Uh, but then each of these receivers, there, there's some positives there with all of them, obviously. But there's reasons to to doubt these guys as well. And if they do end up bringing back uh, or bringing in an Adams type, if they spend a, a first round pick finally on a wide receiver, each of these guys are getting pushed down a peg. So from a dynasty standpoint, with the Rodgers 
year to year issue with none of these guys being that blue chip type of asset with Dobbs, with Lazard and with Christian Watson. How are you handling that in dynasty or any of those guys uh, obvious buys for you? Well, I own none of them, as I mentioned. Yeah. You know, I, I don't love this group, including Tanyan, and I think you have to include the tight ends in this mix. You know, like if mm. the if the Raiders' season goes terrible, could they trade for Waller or something at the deadline? Or you know, I mean, like they could add some impact pass catcher to the group. Um, I'm not projecting that. That doesn't seem like this organization style. I mean, they're a little different than everybody else. They don't have an owner. Um. I'm still not actively pursuing Lazard or Watson. If I had to pay sticker price for any of their pass catchers, it would definitely be dubs, but that price is rising quickly. Yeah. And and that's, that's the tough part is, as you know, if he continues to have these games, if he continues to serve as the top target for Rogers and for the Packers, as he did in week three, the price is going to go up quickly. I mean, we've talked about, we've talked about some of these other rookies who have gained value so quickly, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, you know, once you see it on the field again, the value explodes with these young receivers. So um, Dobbs is coming from further behind than those guys, obviously, but uh, could still be a, a big value gainer if he continues to have games like last week. Uh, Matt, when we come back, we're going to talk trade value of Romeo Dobbs, along with some recent comments from Aaron Rodgers. Interesting. Okay. Um, I have told you guys about Brightco before. They're a really interesting company. And insurance is important for people. I mean, especially for something like a wedding ring or a really expensive piece of jewelry. We've all seen videos of some guy gets on one knee on a dock and proposes to his future wife and... The thing drops and boom, it's in the lake or ocean or, you know, you know let's go propose on, you know, at somewhere high up and it falls into the abyss. So here's the lesson. You don't want to be that guy and you certainly don't want it splattered all over the Internet. It's pretty embarrassing stuff. So the folks at, at Brightco Jewelry Insurance will make sure you get a replacement for the full value of that ring. No matter if it's lost, stolen, or if you just can't figure out what happened to it, go to bright.co forward slash locked on. It's the fastest, easiest, and cheapest way to cover your butt with the best jewelry insurance in the business. Uh, The guys at Brightco are geniuses. They made buying insurance for your engagement ring, your watch, or whatever just so unbelievably easy that you can get covered in two minutes on your cell phone. You won't find a better deal on great coverage that's super affordable. Bright.co forward slash locked on. We all hate insurance, right? But, I mean, this isn't your normal insurance. These guys have turned the whole experience around. It's probably the easiest thing that you can do for yourself this week. No excuses. Like I said, it takes very little time. And it's only 5 bucks a month. You get totally comprehensive coverage. And it won't take you more than two minutes on your cell phone. Check it out. Bright.co forward slash locked on. Um, they have some great videos on there. Uh, a bunch of these hilarious videos you can see for yourself at bright.co forward slash locked on. All right, Matt, let's finish up our conversation about Packers rookie wide receiver, Romeo Dobbs. Uh, let's get into the trade value. We've talked about where his ADP is in dynasty. Uh, you mentioned him as a, a possible trade target before the price gets, 
uh, out of control. And, and I think we're still in that zone where, yeah. Um, yeah, the prices are reasonable. Here's some recent trades from the DLF trade finder, Romeo Dobbs for a future second rounder. So, I mean, that that's kind probably of would take Dobbs. Like, I expect that to be the price, right? I mean, yeah, I don't think you're like going to get him for a third and nobody's going to pay a first, obviously. But, mm-hmm. I mean, my I've said this on here before. My issue with this type of trade is if I'm trading that second, what else can I get for that second? Can I get a player mm-hmm. that I like more than Romeo Dobbs? I'm, I think I probably could. You know, if I look at my Somebody rankings or, or – yeah. Right. If you're looking at rankings, uh, your own rankings or trusted rankings, whoever those uh, whoever those might be, aim a little higher. So I think that's that's going to be kind of the going rate for Dobbs. But I would if if I'm the buyer there, if I'm willing to give up my second round rookie pick in 2023, which we know is going to have some value. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm shooting a little higher before I make that deal. That's a really good Another way of saying one. it. Like if I'm I'm thinking about trading my second, yeah, I could get Dobbs. I'd be happy. That's probably fair, but I bet I could get more with that second. Yeah, and that's always the question. You know, a, a first rounder. Would you trade a first rounder for, um, you know, Devonte Smith? He had a great week last week, and um, yeah, I I would, but I would see if I could get the guy I had Nothing ranked better. ahead of him first or <laughs> yeah. right. Like, like, can we go higher with that? Uh, Romeo Dobbs for Gerald Everett. Uh, I mean, I would, I would easily give Everett for uh, a shot at upside with a young receiver. Uh, I like Everett. He's had a, a good start to his season, but I'm taking Dobbs there. Do you agree with that one? I thought I was the biggest Everett fan in the world, but somebody that owned <laughs> Dobbs must like him better than me even. So I would rather have Dobbs. <laughs> Okay, I'm with you. Uh, And the last one, uh, I will say most of the trades on the Trade Finder seem to include Romeo Dobbs as kind of a secondary piece in uh, like a two-for-one deal or a three-for-one deal. So it was was Dobbs Dobbs and a couple – Right, exactly. It was Dobbs and a couple other guys for an upgrade. And and the, I mean that's a good way to acquire him right now. If you're if you're already moving down, if you're trading one piece for uh, two to three pieces, that's exactly the type of thing you should be saying. Uh, first, try to get that second. Add a second. The other guy's going to say no, and then you say, okay, how about Dobbs? And that that might get mm-hmm. it done. Especially a big name deal. Someone's trading for a wide receiver one, or you know, he's a secondary yeah. thought. They're like. Throw him in at the end of the conversation. You know, like, oh, you got Dobbs on your roster. Throw him in and we got a deal. Yep. Last one, Romeo Dobbs and a second rounder for Ezekiel Elliott. I think the going price for Elliott right now is probably a second. Uh, so a second too. Dobbs in a second actually feels like a little bit of an overpay. We probably wouldn't have said that a month ago, but uh, he's off to a bad start. That team's, uh, that offense is off to a bad start. Uh, I want the youth I mean, I, on that side. Yeah, I think I do as well. I'm taking uh, I'm taking Dobbs and the second rounder for Zeke Elliott. Again, that feels feels a little crazy, but that's where we are. Uh, I wanted to end here, and we've talked a lot about Aaron Rodgers as and his role in in Dobbs' uh, rise here through the uh, through the early part of the season. So he he went on the Pat McAfee show as he does every week, I believe, and. Uh, 
I watched a, a breakdown of the, this Dobbs touchdown catch. And, I mean, he really praised Dobbs as a receiver, said he was sharp in the film, film room. Uh, just the, he came in, you know, from day one and worked hard. Things that you want to see from a uh, from a rookie. Uh, but the the thing he said he liked best about Romeo Dobbs was he was he was an easy hands catcher. Uh, never caught the ball, you know, never let it get to his body, reached up and grabbed it with his hands every single time. I mean, we've heard these types of comments from Rodgers, you know, for years, really, uh, critiquing his his own wide receivers. And uh, there's the the narrative that he, you know, only trusts veterans and it's, it's hard to gain his trust. I mean, it's kind of been the same thing with Tom Brady right, as well. Right. But um, – yeah, yeah. But Dobbs as a rookie seems to have done that, seems to have broken through, and as we've kind of already alluded to here, might become the favorite wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers this season. Yeah, and the word I've thought all along, and I don't think I've said it on this podcast, is reliable. And mm, reliable yeah. past his age, too. I mean, I, I project him to be a long-term Number two wide receiver for the Packers and whomever in his career. Maybe a three at worst. Never resembling a one. Uh, He's Robin. He's not Batman. But the fact that he's so far ahead of the curve on the reliability scale is really impressive. I'm not saying he's Keenan Allen, you know, or a guy like that that you can count on time and time again. He's not that level. But I think he has a long, successful career and is fantasy relevant. I don't know he's going to win you a lot of leagues, but I think he's fantasy relevant. Yeah, and that's that's enough. Uh, yeah, a lot yeah. of times, you know, we we can't have every uh, every player on our team can't be that superstar, that first round startup pick. So we got to have some guys like Romeo Dobbs that we can get into our lineup from week to week. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Make your second listen the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. That will do it for our show today. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube. And remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.